podcasting from inside of a marketing agency, this is the Marketing Department Podcast, where we have candid ideas and curated content for the everyday marketer. You going to say something, bud? Oh, I'm hosting this one. Not today. Not today. Guys, guys, today we're trying to hold back the tears. Actually, Zeke's drinking a pretty good drink over there, so I don't know if he's holding back tears or not. It's orange juice. Oh, yeah, orange juice. Well, today we got a little bit of sad news. Zeke over here is going to be going back to real estate full time. We've talked about real estate a lot on the podcast. But, I mean, so what we're going to do here is we're going to actually talk about how you got to be so successful in real estate. And so a lot of it had to do with your mark. Most of it, all of it had to do with your marketing. Yep. So we're actually going to talk through that. This is weird. It is weird. But you know what I love? What? We've also talked about Enneagrams a little bit. Yep. I'm an eight and I kind of like that this whole podcast is about me. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. That's so true. I can just talk about whatever I want. That is so Real true. estate wise. We all know you're going to end up talking about everything else too oh duck. i'm just gonna take up all the time duck hunting and that's i did that fun. this morning you did did you that's because it's my anything? last no i didn't even see a dead gum thing oh that's not fun but my dog was there had a good buddy there and we just sat in the fog the weather was perfect it was kind of wet but other than that with noise the weather was re- it's really nice today it is nice today i'm wearing shorts right now but it's the perfect shorts weather for do you me. know why you're wearing shorts Cause it's short Friday, short, short Friday. Friday. We could wear shorts and get off forever. Oh no, Yay. guys! Y'all should hear all the comments. There's a lot of bad ones all around the office. It's, it's true. It's sad, but the good news is we'll be close. That's true. We will be close somehow in proximity. We will be close. Yep. And I've made some of my best friends ever working at Green Fox, and it's been an honor. And I'm looking forward to continuing to work with Green Fox as a client again. And I'm so proud to have gotten to spend some time here. And so this is really special. Uh, This has been a special tenure for me. Well, thanks, bud. I'm grateful for the opportunity. It's been awesome to have you for sure. You came in at a great time and we really needed you here. So it's been good. I appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's enough seriousness for one day. Yeah, we're good now. Okay, we're good. No one has to cry. We can move on. Uh Uh-huh. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about real estate. I want to talk about, I got to see you from pretty much the beginning of your Yep. Pretty close to the beginning of your sure. your journey here in real estate. And it's been cool to see because what we're in a town of I guess there's like fifty, sixty thousand people in our community. And so it's a pretty small town comparatively. But what I saw before Zeke Door got here was a whole bunch of the same thing. Everyone's like, I can sell you house and I mean, everyone just says kind of the same thing, does the same thing. You see the same realtors all over the place doing the same the same kind of thing, same kind of marketing. And then in comes this young gun doing things a little different. So I want you to talk about like the very beginning. What was the mindset that you came in with? Why did you come in with that mindset? And yeah, let's just give us the rundown. Yeah, that's a great way to start because my mindset is what forced me into thinking differently. And I came here with something to prove. I've got a crazy story before I moved to Granbury, but long story short, I didn't have a job anymore and I had to provide. And I knew that I was going to have to do whatever it was going to take in order to provide. And because of that something to prove attitude, 
And I had to start getting creative because there are so many agents in our town. I mean, we're essentially have been known in the past, and I don't think anymore, a retirement community. And so now we have a lot of young families these days, but that was five years ago. And Granberry's really started to move forward. Do you know how many agents are in this town? There's hundreds. Hundreds, for yeah, sure. Hundreds yeah. of agents. And so it's just saturated. And mm-hmm. so because I was like, well, I think... I didn't have my job anymore. And so I was like, I got to do something. So it was either become a police officer. I was trying to find something I might be interested in. Yeah. Become a police officer. Or I was like, oh, I think I was watching HGTV or something. I was like, I might be good at being a real estate agent. (laughs) So anyways, I started looking up top real estate agents in Texas. And I found these people that I I was just dreaming of getting to spend just minutes with. And anyhow, I was like, I think I can... If I get my real estate license, I don't have a job anymore. It'll take me three weeks. I'll get my license, and I'll give that a shot. And so long story short, I decided that's what I'm going to do and had to get creative. And, yeah, kind of like what you said, I had to – everybody was kind of doing the same thing, I felt. And there's so many great agents here. It's crazy. It's all about how you position yourself when you're trying to get started, and then you're – your hard work's got to be behind your words. Yep. And so that was one of those things that I had to make sure that, hey, I can make things look great. We've talked about great pictures, great quality, great all of these things a million times. But bottom line is, if I couldn't back it up, then it was pointless, right? Yeah, absolutely. I want you to talk a little bit, as much as you want to, about the about meeting with that guy and what it took to get that meeting to to kind of like, you know, get your wheels under your hair. Yeah, we may have talked about this on the podcast. We may not have, but bottom line is it's a great story and worth telling again. Yeah, Because I was so hungry to learn. I wanted to be the best, and I had identified this guy in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, specifically in Fort Worth, and I was like, I got to learn. I got to learn from this dude. He's doing it right. He does these houses, the types of homes that I want to sell, that I want to market. He does them all right. He's top dog. I don't even, I don't even know anything about real estate, but I knew his name. I knew who he was when you mentioned him. So yeah, Yeah. big boy. And so, uh, of course I'm like emailing him, which I know people reach out to him all the time. I'd email him. I'd message him on social media, whatever I could do. And you know, rightfully so I was going to be competition. So he sure as heck wasn't going to meet with me. And finally, I didn't really have an extra $500 at the time, but I was willing to risk it. And I said, hey, if you'll meet with me for 30 minutes or go to lunch with me is what I said. No, it was 30 minutes. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes, I'll pay you $500. Yep. 500 bucks, please, just for a little bit of your time. And I got a message back and he said, nobody's ever offered to do that. You don't have to pay me anything, but let's meet. And he took me to lunch. He worked on the fourth floor of this building. This is where the brokerage was. That building's sick. It is sick. Ugh. And at the bottom floor is a sushi place. And so he admittedly <laughs> said, hey, after we ate lunch, he's like, I didn't know if you're going to be weird or not. So we just ate on the bottom floor. <laughs> I was like, well, I was happy with where we ate. So No joke. But he even bought my lunch. Yep. I mean, he didn't make me pay him or anything like that. So just for a second, take note of two things that just happened. You got a guy who has zero dollars mm-hmm. at this point mm-hmm. saying, hey, I'm going to find $500 somewhere. I'll sell kidney something, get this $500 to pay this guy. That's It's that important. The drive is that important to make this thing work that he's willing to do that. The other side of it is you have this unbelievably successful guy who has no time or no really zero benefit yeah. to meeting with this young gun who... Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if y'all know the stats on real estate agents that get their license and end up not being a real estate agent after a year, but it is unbelievably high. Yeah. So the thought of even like, oh gosh, this guy is even going to make it. But like for someone that successful to take time out to do something like that is incredible. So just remember that no matter where you are in your journey, if you're not successful or if you are successful, just remember both sides of that story and because they're both important to the future. Yeah, and and you'll learn this here in a little bit, but taking risks like that can change your future forever. Mm-hmm. And so don't be afraid. Don't let no scare you, the potential for no. Yeah. Don't let it scare you because when you get that yes, first of all, you're never going to know if you were going to get that yes or not because you didn't go for it when yep. you're too scared of no. But sometimes you're going to get a yes and it could change your life forever. Absolutely. And you'll hear that part here in just a little bit. So we met. It was awesome. Awesome. I asked him all the questions I wanted to ask him. And I actually came across those yesterday. Oh, the really? questions that I dream. It literally says at the top, dream questions for this agent. Wow. And I had them all written out. And it was funny. It was like, what would you tell your 28-year-old self? And, <laughs> you know, like, That's a yeah, good question. Where do, you, where do you spend your marketing dollars? You know, all those things. Yep. Which was kind of crazy that we're talking about this today. But anyhow, he answered all my questions. And I just said, hey, thanks so much. Blah, blah, blah. Didn't try anything else. That was it. Well, I started with a small brokerage. I was all about, you know, if you sell real estate, you know, it's about commission splits and I wanted to make the most money I could. So it was important for me to have a good split with my broker here in Texas. The way it works, there are brokers and then there are agents, and then you've got to be licensed for four years at least and go through some schooling to be a broker and an agent. You just can go to a real estate school, get your license, but basically you have to be under a brokerage if you're just an agent. So you can choose your brokerage based off of splits and all that. So I decided to start with a brokerage here in town. Well, she was incredible. I think I've yet to do, maybe I've done one or two deals with her, but she does a lot of deals here in Granbury. Yeah. Anyway, she helped me. I remember I called her and I said, hey, my name is Zeke Dorr. I'm interested in coming to talk to you about joining your office, da, da, da. What are your splits? And she said, well, how long have you been in real estate? I said, uh, you would be my first brokerage. <laughs> oh, three, three minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, I'm waiting on my license to come in. That's mm-hmm. what I said. Yep. And she goes, oh, I don't take green agents. That's what she said. <laughs> That's awesome. I said, this is going to sound so cocky. I can't wait. I said, I'm not, I'm not a normal green agent. I promise. Yeah. Yep. And she said, let me think about it. Even the interview, this was just to get in the door to interview. Uh huh. Anyway. So finally she calls me back. And she says, I don't know, but I got a feeling about you. Come on. Yep. Let's talk. And we met, and she was so dadgum helpful to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was so green, but I had drive. And I was doing things like calling myself the Harbor Lake specialist when I hadn't <laughs> sold a dadgum house in there yet. But I was going to be the Harbor Lake specialist or Granberry's luxury specialist. Uh-huh. You know, all Har- of these things. Harbor Lakes is a uh, really nice, like, uh, lake community and golf course community. And it's, That's right. it's pretty high end over there. Yeah. And so... Uh, I didn't know anything about Harbor Lakes, but I was going to be the the guy to call if you needed to sell your home. Uh So I was putting out postcards and all of these things, and I would knock on doors, like old school door knocking to get business, which people, it's kind of weird, I guess. Nothing makes me more nervous than door knocking. And no joke, I would do it on these like three quarters million dollars houses. Wow. Dollar houses. And I I was just, it it was bad. But I remember... One day, I was skiing with my family in Colorado, and I had gone real hard after this one for sale by owner home, 
in Harbor Lakes mm-hmm. and position myself as the expert. Yep. And they call me and I'm in Colorado and I don't have any, I mean, I've probably done one deal. My first home was like a $52,000 transaction. That was a nightmare <laughs> that somebody gave to me because they didn't want to put up with it. And I was like, do you want me to pay your referral? And they were like, no, 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 no. Just take it, please. <laughs> I was like, okay. That's awesome. Uh, I understand why now, but anyways, we're in Colorado and I see this phone number come up. It's a Granberry number. And I answer, and they're like, hey, this is such and such, and we're interested in purchasing this property. And I was like, hmm? And they showed me, and I'm like pulling it up. I'm like, uh, excuse me one second. I need to work for a second. Tell my family. <laughs> and I'm like pulling it up, and I'm like, oh, they want to look at that? Oh, my goodness. And then I said, okay, well, do you need to sell your house before you can buy this property? And they said, Yes. And I realized who it was. It was the people that I had been going after. And it was a 700. I had my first luxury listing on Harbor Lake in Harbor Lakes for $750,000. Boom. And it was, I just grinded and I marketed to them and I kept going and I couldn't get to household. That's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but long story short, it was one of those deals that I go, man, if I'll just put my money where my mouth is, I'm going to be okay in this business. Yep. Keep grinding. Keep grinding. So six months into having my real estate license, I'd been in this incredible boutique brokerage here in Granbury, and I, I love them to this day and love that broker to this day because she taught me so much and took me in when she didn't have to. Yep. I get a phone call from that guy that I, the $500 lunch guy. Oh, wow. And. I had his number saved because he ended up giving me a cell phone number after we met. I was like, oh, this is going well. He gave me a cell phone number. Mm-hmm. I didn't even ask for it or anything. <laughs> and so it pops up in my phone. And I'm like, what? I remember where I was standing when I got this call. So my father-in-law works at a funeral home. He worked at a funeral home here in Granbury. Mm-hmm. And they have these stairs on the outside of to go upstairs. Yep. And I'm standing at the top of the stairs when I see this phone call. And I take the call, of course. Of course. And he says, Zeke. I've got this new development coming up and here's what I'm willing to do for you. I want you to think about coming to be coming to partner with me on mm-hmm. it. Come join my team. And I was like, what? Like I couldn't believe it all because I offered 500 bucks for 30 minutes because it was outside the box thinking to get somebody's attention. Yep. And so I went and I went and learned, I was at this dude's hip learning how to negotiate, learning how to market, learning how to have good customer service and learn how to have a good time. (laughs) (laughs) We'll save that for another. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, no, no. no. There it is. There it is. You almost got those figured out before we stopped doing this. That was totally the opposite of what I meant to hit. (laughs) Happens. So anyways, so now I was getting to learn all of these things and being on a team is great. I mean, if you're brand new to real estate, being on a team is incredible Mm -hmm. because if you will jump in and just run, then you're going to learn so much that you're going to be able to apply when one day, and some people don't want to ever go do their own thing, but if you're on a team, it works, it can work a million different ways, but basically I ate it up. Whatever came I was learning from, and then I was also going to get more. Yeah. Like I, I would not stop. Yep. And so anyways, I was with him for a good while. And then I came back to Granbury after I left and the way real estate works at that level, there are contracts and, you know, non-competes and all that. So I didn't have an option, but to work in my specific County. Yeah. 
And boy, howdy, I'd learned so much that I was ready to run. Yeah, there's so much to that, what you just said about, you know, it's okay to be the guy that walks in and has no idea what he's doing, but makes it sound like he does as long as he's willing to put the work in to learn and to continue to go. Because what will often happen is people will come in and let's just say we work with marketing companies all the time, Mm -hmm. or we work with businesses all the time. And typically the person we work with is a marketing director of some sort. Oftentimes, those people will say, you know, well, I have a marketing degree. So, you know, right. You know, do you guys have marketing degrees? And, right. and I mean, I don't have a marketing degree. I'm, I don't even have a degree. Well, there you go. Yeah. And I graduated from Inner High School. Well, M-Dub. M-Dub. M-Dub H. I don't know. But yeah, so these marketing people will say, hey, I've got a marketing degree, so I definitely understand what I'm talking. You know, it's, it's kind of like this, like I'm trying to let you know that I know what sure. I'm doing. Yeah. So they'll say that. And then come to find out 10 minutes into the conversation, they have no idea oh, yeah. what we're talking about when, yeah. when we're actually talking about marketing stuff. Because even if the degree's three or four years old, it's just everything's changed yeah. in three or four years. So they yeah. just don't know unless you're studying and, you, and you're continuing to grind and do that kind of thing. And so that's what's cool about your story is that you didn't just act like you knew what you were doing and then just stop and be like, well, I'm pretty awesome. I know what I'm doing. You actually kept going and like, no, I'm going to go learn from this guy. I'm going to learn from this guy. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep learning, keep learning, keep learning. And that is something that is irreplaceable when it comes to business is just continuing to learn and never stopping. Cause especially in an industry that is ever changing, I mean, real estate, even though it's been around since forever, uh, 1600s or something, I don't remember what what the book said, but something it's been around forever. It's one of those things that like, COVID changed the way you do real estate. That's exactly Every, right. Everything can change and will change. just depends on the season. So you got to continue to learn how to do it. I love one of the things that Bob Iger talks about. I read his book this last weekend. and Love Bob. Yeah. He says, if you don't innovate, you're going to die. Yep. And that's so true, especially these days, because growing up all the way through high school kind of felt like times never changed much. Yeah. But if you talked about since we graduated high school up until now, I mean, the amount of change that's taking place on planet Earth mm-hmm. is so crazy. And it's yep. true. If you don't innovate, you will die. And so you have to constantly be willing to say, I don't know everything. I don't. Yeah. There's always somebody doing it better than I am, and I'm going to learn from them. And I think the minute you start thinking that you know better than, not just know better than everyone else, right. but also the minute you start thinking you've got something figured out, mm-hmm. then you're going to get yourself in trouble. Yeah. And so you've got to have that mindset. I believe that you have to have a mindset of always being willing to learn and always being willing to say, you may be right. And I struggle with that, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, I have very much have the personality that thinks this is how this needs to be done and blah, 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 blah call it confidence, call it pride. I struggle with it. Yeah. But deep down, even though I may act one way, I've got some insecurity going, I don't know at all. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Recognizing that is what will keep you going to the next thing. So, sure. so you came back and this is, I think this is the point where you and I intersected was when mm-hmm. you came back from working with that guy. Yep. And so we kind of started our businesses at the same time, pretty much at the same time. And so that's when I started seeing the Zeke door name started mm-hmm. seeing it pop up in different places and like, okay, who, who's this guy? So tell me like, what are some of the things you did right off the bat that were, we'll say different than what everybody else was doing? Yeah. I think it's important to note before we start talking about some of the 
practical things that I did yeah. that my mindset was I'm going to put a lot out there and not necessarily expect the phone to start ringing immediately. Right. This is going to be a long process. Yep. And just because I'm different, <laughs> it's funny in Granbury, I feel like part of what made me different was I was younger than the average. Yeah. A agent lot, around, a lot younger, a lot younger. And so there were so many things that were different about me. You don't see because we're more in a retirement community you have a tendency to see people who are doing real estate in their retirement age. And so I wanted to be very intentional about, you know, just recognizing that, Hey, this is a full time deal for me. I'm not doing this on the side. I had to identify every piece of value, every leverage point that I could in order to begin this marketing process. But I knew that it wasn't a guarantee that it was going to work. So all that being said, I said, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to go for it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it all. I ended up getting some deals done. That was just from the old fashioned grind. Yep. But when I got back, I knew what I needed to do. When I, when I got back from working with that agent in Fort Worth, I came back and said, okay, I kind of know how I need to do this now. Yeah. So I started, I mean, I was on billboards. I was on social media. Yep. I knew that I was going to see people around town. I was heavily involved in everything. And I wanted to make sure people could see me at one event. And then when they drive home, they're going to see me on a billboard. And then when they get home, they're going to see me on their social media. Yep. So and, let's, let's talk about this a little bit. Okay. So let's, let's break this down a little bit. So there's billboards all over the place and mm -hmm. we get questions all the time. Do billboards work? You know, we did a billboard, uh, green Fox did a billboard yeah. at one point. And the only reason we did it is because we were like, we're okay. we got to be, different than everybody else yep. ours was at a there's a train this here. was so smart by the way oh thanks bud there's yeah. a there's a train here in this town or close to this town that everyone gets there's one way in and one way out and so if this train stops yep. everybody's stuck for who knows how long i mean if you you it's you, horrible it is awful you may leave to get to work and you're like oh i gotta get to work at eight o'clock and if you get stuck by that train and you left at your normal time you're just hosed you got you're gonna be late so at this train, we put a billboard up and it said it was something. I mean, so it, it was. I don't want to have to put an E by this podcast on my last one. Yeah, uh, put an E. <laughs> <laughs> it was something like you think this train, train sucks. sucks. Have you seen your website lately? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. And it was just something. It was I mean, clever and caught people's attention. Yeah. And so I would get pictures all the time. Oh, all your billboards. This is funny. Is this your company? Da, 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 da. And so it was one of those things that just kind of get attention. So you did something unique with billboards. One, you didn't just do one billboard. So that's yep. one thing that if you're going to do a type of marketing like that, any kind of print marketing, I learned so much by watching you do this. So what did you do? Like how, how many billboards did you have at one time? Three. Yeah. In the small town in a one way in one way out town. That's exactly right. Yeah. And I did it in pretty high traffic areas. What was on the billboard? Your mug. If you forgot. Oh yeah. Sorry. It was you. I was like, was there something special other than my face? Nope. It was <laughs> high quality pictures of a very dapper dressed young man. Yeah. And I think you may have been with me when this happened. I feel like, I mean, somebody told me not that long ago, but I feel like it was one of our Green Fox clients who said, whenever I saw your billboard, I thought this dude knows what he's doing. Yeah. I think it was, it was actually, it was one of our clients, yep. but I don't know if you were there, but anyways, they recognize this isn't, this is, this dude's going to be a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, knew I was new, but it was going to be different. And that was my goal. Yeah. I wanted to be professional, but I wanted to be fresh. So yeah, I, 
I don't know if I was in a suit. I don't remember what I was wearing. I don't remember either. But you were you you were dressed differently than than most people are. Mm-hmm. The whole look of it was just completely. It was very high end looking. Yeah, it was that whole quality, going, quality, um, quality. Right. And yeah. so to this day, how long has it been since you have not had a billboard? Three, two or three years. Yeah. Yeah. We're so we're going on three years here of not having a billboard. And to this day, I mean, it happened just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. We're walking with Zeke. We're somewhere, and we get the. Oh, you're the guy from the billboards. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That blows my mind that people still do that. It's like, it. golly, how, I mean, it was three years ago. Yeah. And so, it, it may not be from the actual bill. They may have seen me somewhere else, but uh-huh. they just, or they remember or something like that. But that blows my mind too. To I be know. Honest. I don't have any kind of stats behind that. Yeah. The point is, that's awesome. Yeah. So we're let's talk about the quality side. This is probably your okay. favorite word. Yeah. And so you used quality with that billboard, everything about it, the, mm-hmm. the way it was, things were said, the way you were dressed, the photography you used, all that kind of yeah. stuff. So let's transition that into everything you did. You were one of the first ones to come out with like a high quality video yeah. too. Let's talk about that video and then let's talk about people stealing that video after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, you know, I think all of my photographers or the photographers that I work with, let me be, and we work, partner with some incredible photographers and videographers who are already so good. But for me, I care so much about quality that I'm the over the shoulder guy. And when he says over the shoulder... I mean, literally, like, I think his chin rests on people's shoulders. Oh, yeah. It just, just hangs out right there. So most photographers, here's what they're used to. If you, if you don't know the real estate world, they're used to showing up at a house, probably without the agent, and taking some pictures and going home and editing and yeah. being like, here you go. Here's Moving your pictures. Their lives. Zeke has, like, 47 people showing up and making sure that everything's perfect, spotless, yep. not a thing in sight that's going to be messed up. That's right. And will literally, like, they'll take a picture and he'll be like, oh, let me see, let me see, let me see. Yep. And then he'll look at the camera and he'll make sure that it's perfect it won't be there'll there'll be something wrong with the picture <laughs> that's not true i mean that's kind of it's kind of true and then he'll make him take it again and then he'll do it until mm. it's right because at yeah. the end of the day he doesn't work for that photographer he works for the client and that's yeah. the end result he's trying to get yeah that's a great point thanks for saying that and i think too anytime you can be give input it also it well, it costs a lot of money to sell your house. It does. I mean, like a lot of money. Yep. And if they were just, there's a reason they called me. Yeah. It's because they, they recognize that I operate that way and they want to be proud of what they're paying to sell their house. I always say by the end of the night, whenever you go to bed after your closing, I want you to look back and go, boy, howdy, I'm glad we used him to sell the house. I'm proud of every dollar we spent. Yeah. And so what does it take to get there? It takes looking over the shoulder of the photographers. And again, every photographer I've ever worked with has always been so gracious about me doing that. And some of them, they joke with me about it. And some of them are like, I hate you, but I get it. And then the videographer that I typically work with, he's just used to it and as laid back as you can get. Yeah. I think we actually, I mean, Green Fox, before we were anything, we were one of your people that made videos. So that's right. I remember we threw down one time about your expectations on something. And I was like, nobody else has these expectations on me. And I wanted and to say your beep, right? Yeah, they don't. It's exactly right. And I actually learned a lot from that. And I was like, okay, okay. I get it. I get the, that's what makes yeah. you different. Okay, yeah. cool. And so, you know, that's one of the great things about since I've been working here is we have so many clients that operate that way. Yeah, we do. And so it's taught me so much about business and getting to work. It's kind of a side note, obviously getting to be at Green Fox. 
I think in this next season, just like I learned a lot working for that agent in Fort Worth, I'm now able to take what I've learned and apply it to real estate once again. Yeah. And to be able to go, okay, if I've been able to build campaigns with these clients, been able to see what works, what doesn't work, been able to learn from all of these business leaders, all of these marketing directors, all of these folks I've learned so much from. Yeah. Now I can take it and I can run with it in my real estate world. And I'm excited to be able to do that because those people have those same expectations. A lot of us operate the same way as far as business owners are concerned. And so to be able to brainstorm with all those people that operate that way has been an incredible honor. And now I get to run with it in the real estate side of things. And so I'm pretty stoked about that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's going to be incredible. I do want to talk about the video, the guy stealing the video just for a second. Oh my God. It's just a great story. This is so, this is awful. Did I find it first? Did I send it to you? Yeah, somebody sent it to me. I think, I, I think it was me. I didn't know. So first of all, let's talk, we're still on the quality talk. Zeke, he was like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make a video of this is me, this is my family. It was lifestyle. There's no, no one here was making lifestyle videos. No yeah. one was making, doing any, I mean, just four years ago, it feels like most agents were taking pictures with their phones. Four years and 40 pounds ago for me. Four years and 40, not four <laughs> score and seven years. It's uh, four, four years, years and 40 pounds ago. <laughs> Brittany, write that down for the blog. Yep, that's going on the blog right there. Picture of uh, old Abe with a few LBs on him. Uh, hey, let's do a Hey, no joke, Brittany, please. Let's do a picture from today and a picture of that video. And oh, people no. Like, oh. oh, no. I'm a tiny little baby. <laughs> I'm a tiny little baby in that video. And then here's today. I, dude, I think you were too skinny in that video. I can picture I it right now. You're, at some point, your head's just too big to be that skinny. That's why I'm going to miss you, you son of a buck. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this video, it was really good. I mean, it was yeah. good. It was of his family, and I'm here in Granbury, and I'm different, and all these things. I mean, it was really a really, really, really good video. And so that's one thing, again, that I think that took you to a different level. Yeah. But then... I'm searching because I was trying to find that video for some reason. I was trying to show somebody something and I'm on YouTube and I type in Zeke door real estate, whatever. And up pops the video. I'm like, Oh, here it is. And I press play. And all of a sudden there's an Asian man and his voice is overdubbed on top of Zeke's. I couldn't believe it. So it's not actually Zeke talking. It's, it's an Asian guy with the whole, I mean, obviously Zeke's not Asian. He was trying to talk with an English accent. He I mean, was, he, he was, was trying to speak English. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it was with an accent from, yeah. Yeah. Somewhere, China or somewhere. Yeah. It was incredible to listen. I laughed for like 20 minutes before I could ever send it to you because oh. it was just so, I realized what had happened. This guy had literally stolen Zeke's video. Yeah. I guess kudos to you for how good it was that somebody would steal it and overdub their voice. Well, he's more annoying than anything, well, but he put his phone number at the end of this video because <laughs> at the end of the day, this guy's just trying to steal people's money. That's right. And so Zeke being Zeke, I mean me, I'm just kind of like, Oh bet I'll figure out how to ban this video. Yeah. Zeke's like, I'm calling this some buck. That's so right. he literally gets on the phone right then and calls him and the guy, doesn't he answer? This he is Zeke door. The phone. And I said, this is Zeke door. <laughs> And he was like, uh, uh, I think it was a Boston, Massachusetts number. It was, it was. Yeah. And he had a website that had like two houses for sale or something. Yes. Hilarious. Oh, that's been funny because I have a few. So first, let me be crystal clear. I don't have very many followers on social media or anything. Yeah, we've talked about this. So I have more, remember? That's true. <laughs> and so I don't, 
It's nothing special yep. to try to impersonate Zeke Dorr. Uh-huh. I mean, in Granbury, America. In Granbury, America, yeah. it's nothing special to do that. So, I mean, it's happened three times on my Instagram. People impersonating me. It's always a picture of me. And right when it hits, I get all of these. Hey, heads up! These people are trying to be. <laughs> And the last one, I mean, it said single father of two. Oh, I mean, gosh. it's like, all this oh stuff. my gosh. It had a picture of like you and your kids with That's with, exactly with right. No they Melissa. took some picture, and I was like, man, this is sick. Ugh. So, and it's happened on Facebook. I mean, anyways, it's been crazy to see how people try to steal money. I'm like, it's not even, it's because quality. It is. It's, it is, man. It's a crazy <laughs> world. A lot around. of smells. I re- What'd you say? It's crazy world. A lot of smells. Yeah, you're right. They're right. Think about it. That's true. I don't do smells very well. See? Nobody does. That's how crazy the world is. I am so proud that you found that on the first try this time. Well, it's sad because it's my last podcast. It took you... uh, How many episodes have we done? Anybody know? No. Brittany's shaking her head. No. Okay, we're going to go with uh, 72. We've done 72 episodes, and you... I think we've done like 12. 72... Hey, we got a new intern in the house. We do. This is Caitlin. Hi, Caitlin. Just say it real loud so we can hear you. Hi. Yeah. Awesome. Caitlin's in here hanging out with us and seeing how these podcasts work for this last week. For this last (laughs) week. (laughs) That's awesome. This will be the last one of the season, and then we're going to kick it back up. 2021. 2021. Make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I... Got us off track. Oh, no, it's second, all good. So so the quality deal, what are some things that you've had to to do since then? Like, think about all the things you're a part of, you getting your name out there, the quality side of things. Even I'm even thinking, you know, most people will, hey, I'm going to put my brand on some clothing. And people typically do that, but that stuff's expensive. So people will, hey, all right, I'm going to go find some clothing. I'm going to go find me a shirt, you know, some polo from Walmart or something, yeah. throw my logo on it. Even that kind of stuff, like... You care about the quality of even the clothing that your name is going to go on. So, like, talk about some of those things. Yeah. So, the minute you begin to settle for mediocrity, people can smell it from a mile away. Told you, crazy world, a lot of smells. You're right. That was good. That's a good quote. That there it is. (laughs) (laughs) And so, with that being said, I've decided that every aspect, no matter what I do, like I have an event right now that I'm planning. For December, the plan is we're going to see if it all works. The plan is to host a big, huge party on the beach in Granbury for my real estate company to get ready to go into 2021 for all my clients, friends, vendors, all the people. And we're going to have this huge dinner with live music and helicopter tours of Granbury. Nice. Yeah, no joke. So we're not going to mess around. Anything that my business, my brand is a part of will be done the right way. Yeah. And so it's important for me to recognize that if my name is associated with something, I want to steward it well. And I want to make sure that people feel value whenever they're, you know, it costs, if I'm involved in something as far as selling a home is concerned, if it's marketing for the last year, if my name is on it, I want to make sure people are proud that they're partnering with me personally, but also the company that I work with because I've chosen to work with that company. And so it's very important for me to, whether it's a piece of clothing or an event, I'm going to do it the right way and make people proud to be a part of that clothing or event. Yeah. So I think the big lesson here overall is what you do in marketing is going to change. It's going to be 
it's going to vary. It's going to be different. The times are going to be different. But how you do it, if you can stay high quality, mm. that is the key. So I believe that you have done well there. I believe that you have been one of those guys that has really just, you've kind of led the way in that world. You've been somebody who I've watched from day one come in, and you've challenged me. I mean, with Green Fox, like I would always watch you. You know how competitive we are. So yes. I would watch you in real estate, and I'd be like, well, well, I'm going to do something cool. And so, I mean, just really being challenged by that. I think you challenge a lot of people in that way. So, man, I'm excited to, I mean, I'm sad to see you go, obviously, but I'm yeah. super excited to watch you and to watch what next season looks like for you simply by watching your marketing stuff. Like I, yeah. I love when Zeke door pops up on Instagram or Facebook, it's like, okay, what's he doing? Yeah. You know, so I'm excited for you, man. Well, thank you. And I think the next year for me is going to be a lot of reevaluating. Okay. Here's what I've done in the last little bit. One of the things I've got the outro music going, I may have to hit the button again. Yeah. To keep it going. <laughs> yeah, you're good. But to recognize, Hey, what, what have I not done well that I've always said I would do well? Yeah. For example, communication is something that I struggle with, with a lot of our clients. If I'm being vulnerable with you right now, and yeah. I watched a video that I did years ago that said, Hey, unfortunately I hear about people all the time who don't aren't able to talk to their agent. And I'm like, oh, I'm kind of that guy right now. Uh, so that's one of my goals is to do better yeah. next year because of that. I won't be as spread as thin. Yeah. And so I want to do better. And then I also want to do better at practicing what I preach and also backing up my word with my work. Yep. And so talk is cheap and I want to make sure that I am doing a good job. And so I'm looking forward to figuring all those things out, building a team and building something great for 2021. Yeah, man. Those are all great words and so. super vulnerable. So vulnerability will also get you to the next level too. Yep. So man, love you. Gonna love miss you, you bud. Too, bud. And guys, if y'all were listening, there's a lot of good nuggets in there. Be sure to check out our other podcast. This will be the end of this season. And then we're going to come back next year with a bang. So looking forward to it. Awesome. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. And Eric, we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>